Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, it's Mike. Um, hey, uh... For those who might have heard what I recorded yesterday, I owe you an apology. I uh, saying stuff like the second coming already happened and all that kind of stuff, and I uh, obviously that hasn't happened. If you look at obviously, <clears throat> Psalms, you know, one ten and numerous other. Verses Hebrews and Second Corinthians, etc. You know, the Lord says unto my Lord, versus Heavenly Father talking to Jesus, our Messiah, sit thou at my right hand, which he's doing right now, until I make thy enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send a rod of his strength unto Zion, and roll thou in the midst of thy enemies. Well, uh, you know, it's you know, God is obviously still in the process of uh, Christ's enemies still fully being under the foot, his footstool. So, hey, um, I still believe in this partial present thing, and I believe that 90% of, if not more, 99 98, I don't know what the number would be, 99.9%. I mean, I think it's just now, it's a matter of whenever God is done putting all his enemies, all of Christ's enemies under Christ's footstool. And um, I don't know what I was thinking. I think, I'd, I'd be honest with you, I'd, I'd, I'd talked to Larry Phillips earlier. He didn't, he didn't correct me at all, and I appreciate that. Um, he allowed me to put my foot in my mouth and say crazy things, but you know, I guess I needed to. And the truth of the matter is, I think I'm just totally overwhelmed between trying to be a single father to a five-year-old son. I had him every day last week until yesterday. And then uh, I'm sick, you know, I think I, obviously the MS, I mean, I'm having a bit of a relapse, so, and, uh, you don't know, I just, uh, I think um, part of the problem, too, is I do believe that the majority of even the revelation uh, was really, was talking about uh, Jerusalem and the, the you know, destruction of the old of the old covenant and the, the um, temple in Jerusalem, and that was the finalization. That I believe at this point. One time I thought it was Stephen. I don't know if it's still the case. I think it might probably be the seventy seventy weeks of Daniel. So I think it probably finally 
was the destruction of the uh, temple, but and that would also was the the ushering. Um, or how do I say? I guess there was that forty-year period uh, where um, there was that crossing over between the old covenant and the new covenant. Now the new covenant is all Christ. Christ is the new temple, and 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 uh, those of us in Christ are in Him, and therefore part of the temple thing. I guess you know. Anyways, um, I think it just about losing my mind here. To be honest with you, with everything I'm going through, and uh, when I say that, I'm just. I mean, I never feel like crazy or anything negative or. Been to say, and I just think I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I don't. I think, um, you know, I guess it's, it's juggling between trying to, to um, do my thing and then be a father, and um, and um, it's not. Uh, I got to put Chase first. I can put my son first after Christ, and um, so where do I go with all this? And, um, I think I still need to study more and more. Um, I need to find a good teacher. I do like, uh, and I put in there the information box. If you're interested in looking at it, um, peace, apostolic ministry. I, I really like uh, this guy. I think he's done a lot of good work. You tell that he's really studied the Bible, and uh, John Alley, A L L E Y. I like him. Um, just his teachings, in particular. I, I I don't know if I agree with everything, but then again, who does agree with everything with each other? Um, but um, I yeah, futurism is dead. Think that there's been a, I still this this argument of preterism and that it was uh, ushered in by a Jesuit priest. Uh, well, based on such logic, then we pretty much can't even trust Luther or Calvin. What <laughs> else? What they had to say, right? I think we have to do is we have to study the scriptures and apply them to who they were pertaining to, and that was. Let's be honest, it, the Jews and the um, early church. So, can is it can? Uh, well, it's all pertaining to them, and that they were the the audience that this the books were written to. Does that mean that we can't apply it to our lives? I mean, when I look at Rome and them trying the, and I see, you know. Yes, Judeo Christianity, this uh, Judaizing Christianity, and this making a mockery of everything that Christ has taught. Well, yeah, this is true, but it's not just them. It seems to be majority of organized religion. So, and at times I do it myself. So I don't know what to say, except that I was uh, an awful lot of this, the scriptures that they were quoted from that article. Certainly do pertain to 70 A.D., but 
there's, I guess there still is a, I guess where we're hope, there's the hope of a physical coming in a, in a final resurrection and uh, is the, the final, you know, Christ victory is over death. So I don't know. That's our hope. Is that tomorrow or another 2,000 years from now or another 10,000 years? I don't know. It doesn't say. We don't know. It looks awfully dim today, but I imagine it looked awfully dim to Luther, and it looked awfully dim to Calvin, and it probably looked awfully dim to the folks wherever they've been. It's just uh, the struggle between good and evil always is. So I don't know. Probably, as far as uh, another humble swallow, humble pie, is the fact that probably don't, shouldn't be putting too much. I should not be, you know, I guess what I'm learning from this experience, looking at myself and others, is that there's an awful lot of people out there that don't know what they're talking about, and I'm one of them. They know a little bit about the story, um... But they don't. I guess we have to decide where we want to specialize in, huh? And how we, uh, Christ wants us to serve and help them in building uh, the kingdom. Yes, I said it. Um, I don't buy in this uh, a millennia thing. Millennium, that's not even in the Bible, and a thousand years is, yeah, the, the, the law of symbolism, and a lot of uh, figurative language that they use. To put, that does not make anything that they said not true. It, simply because it's in figurative language doesn't make it wishy washy, or a lot of times we use figurative language to stress the point, the issue. So, but I guess I need to do a lot more studying, connecting Old Testament scripture, especially with the Revelation, because it's definitely full of it. So, it was very dangerous to listen to anybody else. Oh, let me rephrase that. It's not, it's not dangerous to listen to everybody else, but to realize that um, there could be a better answer. So and Usually you'll find it in the Word of God, not in uh, what history is. Historians have to say and that kind of thing. But saying that, you know, I think I want to do is I'm going to just deviate, go a different route. You know, I think I'm going to read this book. I hope I don't get myself in trouble, but it's uh, Muhammad and Charlemagne Revisited. Uh, the History of a Controversy by Emmett Scott. Says here, uh, Emma Scott's Muhammad and Charlemagne revisited the history of a controversy is not only a 
fascinating study, but an important book, which I believe will eventually lead to a paradigm shift, a change in the way we look at our history in late antiquity and the early medieval period, and how we answer the question, quote, what ended the Roman civilization and brought about the Dark Ages, end of quote. It is a riveting tale, a history of ideas that does not, that does much to illuminate, excuse me, does not, does much to illuminate current concerns. Scott takes as his starting point the thesis of the Belgian historian Henry Perry, uh, Rene, Rene, uh, that's P-I-R-E, is Perini, P-I-R-E-N-E, 1862 to 1935, that the real destroyers of the of classical civilization were the Muslims. Scott refines, corrects, augments, Perrine's, insights, insight, and he does so by taking into account two essential disciplines often neglected in the studies of this period, archaeology and Islamology. As Scott points out, very few historians paid, paid any attention to the nature of Islam or its beliefs. They simply assumed that Islam was and is a faith no different than others. As for the former element, Scott argues correctly that the written records cannot be taken at their face value and must be supported by archaeology. I shall not spoil the fun by revealing what his conclusions are, but they are arrived at after an exhilarating intellectual ride through the history and archaeology of the Byzantine, Byzantium, of the Byzantium, the Roman presence in the West, Middle East, North Africa, the Mediterranean, and much, much more. IBN Warwick, author of why the West is best, a Muslim apostate's defense of liberal democracy. This is another one, uh, Richard L. Rubenstein, author of Jihad and Genocide. As with all good history, by reading Scott's well-written, richly detailed account of the perils of that almost destroyed Western civilization in an early age, we are informed of the danger that confronts our civilization in our time. This book is a must-read for anyone concerned with the future of the Western civilization in our times. And that Scott is a historian specializing in ancient history in the Near East, 
Over the past 10 years, he has turned his attention to late antiquity and the declining phase of classical civilization, which he sees as one of the most critical episodes in the history of uh, a Western civilization. Um, and see, 270 pages, and minus a few things. Eh, not too long of a book. And then I, I think we'll do that, and then we'll I'll read. I got three weeks before it's they're due. I guess I can read them too. Uh, a guide to the Phantom Dark Age, and uh, I think we're going to have a new insight about things historically, and uh, maybe explain more of a meaningful thing of what we're seeing in our day and age. But uh, as far as the religious aspect of the show um you know um long ways to go but definitely my faith is my lord jesus christ and i do believe that he did not lie about anything i think once again it's the same old same old it's not him that said that has the problem obviously it's God it's us and our own or myself in particular to I talk about and my own understanding of the word so anyways I think that's where we're going to go and um, if you can think about praying for me and my health because I feel terrible there's gut rot just get tired of not being on a poo, so <laughs> sorry about that, but get tired of it. So. Tired of being tired, so I don't know what I'm going to do outside of reading these books. I, I want to read these books out of just for the joy of learning, but um, as far as uh, eschatology goes, um, my eschatological breakdown that I had uh, last night. Well, just that and that going going hyper full preterist or hyper preterist really saying it all happened seventy AD was obviously me discounting a lot of scripture, so and uh, so there you go. My apologies and uh yeah. Still feel too hot. Should be an interesting read, I think. And oh, by the way, that would that would go to Jonathan. Uh, oh gosh, what's his name again? And Timmy's <laughs> and uh, Timmy's Tamis or whatever. Um, no, he read. In his YouTube channel, the uh, uh, a guide to the Phantom Dark Ages. What I'm going to try to do is to try not to put uh, uh, too much of my own opinions and stuff like that, because it's surely uh, I think it should just be 
there's a lot of information to swallow in these two books to begin with. And uh, I think with the problem the danger has been it's the abuse of the scriptures to begin with. It's just how a lot of these uh, cults and all this kind of thing have, have, have messed with our heads, whether it's hyper... Uh, it's been they're hyper... Uh, oh, preterism or uh, this Judaizing, simply Adventist type thing, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonists. Um, you know, to, and and also the guilt that us, uh, the historicists, bent to have of trying to apply everything somehow to our day and age, or or in the past two thousand years. Certainly, we can use it to recognize what is not of God. The, well, that which is evil, not that, not that which is of God, but of our Lord and Savior. But it's a bit dangerous. Take things out of context. So I don't know. Anyways. God bless. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.